Hello, everyone. Welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Levin. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we're open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it is episode 151, and you seem to have a lot more energy than I do. Well, that's right. Both my kids went to bed by 7.45, Mike. Yeah. It's, a, it's a miracle, <laughs> especially the big kid. The big kid uh, he doesn't usually uh, deal with bedtime very well, but... Uh He's been pretty good, so yeah. No, William didn't go to bed bed when he should have, and it's been it was it was a bit of a bit of a night, but we're 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 doing okay now. I, I'm down here now, and I'm recording, and it's not my problem anymore. It's now Laura who's who's watching him, and uh, if he wakes up 15 times and she she has to fight with him to get him to go to sleep, then I apologize. But again, not my problem anymore. <laughs> so, That's right. We have dual schedules we have to deal with. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We all take care of our own parts i mean laura was working tonight so i watched william until till bedtime and now that you know she's done work and he's in bed and maybe kicking and screaming it's her turn so <laughs> <laughs> and then i get that revenge you got a little timer in there set to beep at like 8 30 wake everything up <laughs> oh yeah yeah that would that would be cruel the way, yeah. the way things have yeah. been but but how are you doing you're doing good yeah, doing pretty well, Mike. Doing pretty well. We had uh, another busy weekend. It's so funny. After like a year and a half of doing literally nothing every single weekend, it's just been, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, just been crammed full of everything. I finally finished my backyard, Mike. I have had this hole dug in there for like a month now because we ordered a hot tub that's coming at the end of September. And I finally got around, Mike, to pouring the concrete, getting it all ready to go. Uh, of course, we picked one of the hottest days of the year to do it, but I mean, no one said I was smart, right? So, <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's kind of what I've been doing. And then the big exciting thing is we went to Canada's Wonderland on Sunday with uh, my brother and the two boys. We left west with my parents, so they got to experience what life with a baby is like again. But for those who don't know, Canada's Wonderland is basically a theme park, like roller coaster, thrill ride sort of thing. Think think more Six Flags than than Disney World. Yes, yes, that's true. And I, I say this as if I'm some sort of expert. I hate roller coasters. I am not a roller coaster fan. That's right. I was thinking about that too when you were there. I was like, why? Chris hates roller coasters. Like, <laughs> and then their kid like what are you gonna do? You know in the ghoster coaster like a hundred times? Well, there is actually there's a fairly extensive kid zone. A lot of the kid rides tend to be what I would say carnival rides. Yeah. So, you know, like the little like roller coaster that's about 100 feet long, you know, that kind of stuff or like the teacups that spin around. But it's nice because, you know, you don't have to buy the little tickety things, you know, that you would at a carnival and the weights and stuff are actually pretty good. I can't most we were waiting kind of one ride load, you know, so you'd kind of line up. There'd be one ride would go and then you would get on. It was pretty good in that regard. But uh, I tell you, Mike, both Ben and Henry loved it. I think roller coasters are going to weigh very heavily in their future. That's for sure. Like they just wanted to go ride after ride after ride and they loved it. And they were doing like the hands in the air thing and, you know, screaming in joy with joy and everything like that. It was it was great. They had a really good time. That's good. Now, I'm curious. Were they doing masks at the? At the... OK, so it's a very weird. Mm -hmm. It was a very weird setup. So. In the park, you do not need to wear a mask. Like if you're just kind of walking around, milling around, you don't need one. If you're in line or on the ride, you need to wear a mask to the point where they will not start the ride until everybody has their mask on appropriately. Like if you're like a, a mouth masker and not a nose masker, they walk up to you and like, you know, put the goddamn mask on the right way. 
but we also went to the water park later in the afternoon, like the attached water park. Yeah. And there it's just like, nah, you don't need no masks. Just do what you want. Even though there's like 10 times the number of people here. And so it was, it was kind of weird in that regard that on one hand, they were kind of relatively strict. But on the other hand, they're just like, nah, go for it. Do what you want. Right. Live your best life. See, I ask because Laura showed me a video that was from Canada's Wonderland that day of a dude fist fighting like three of the employees because they made him wear his mask and he wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. Like even in the kids section, we came across a couple belligerent parents who these are the rules, guys. You just got to follow the rules, right? But yeah. Anyway, Mike, overall, it was good. Again, another super hot day, but the boys powered through and they had a great time. We didn't. We didn't get home until six o'clock, so we got there at eight thirty in the morning, and we got home at six, and we skipped nap, and we powered all the way through, and they did great. Very, very few. I'm not even going to say there was a meltdown. There was a couple like, "I want to do this. I wanted to do this. Oh, you can't. Oh, I'm not going to be happy about this moment." Right, right. But yeah, no like kicking and screaming or anything like that. So it was good overall. A good trip. I can see us doing this kind of once a year, every year sort of deal. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know when I don't know when I'll be able to do the same because Laura and I found out on our last trip to Wonderland that we are both too old to go on any rides. (laughs) (laughs) How are you too old to go on roller coasters, Mike? Like you go on a roller coaster and you get off and it's like I have a massive headache now. (laughs) Oh, no. Just just like the little shaking around is enough to uh, to to put things in (laughs) in the wrong spot. Well, you just have to stick to the kids zone stuff then. Well, Even fu- for me, I get motion sickness, Mike, and the, the yeah. couple of rides I went on, I was fine. Well, it's funny because I remember going with Laura. We went two times, and the one time we did roller coasters, and Laura got shaken up after one of the roller coasters, and she's like, I can't go on any more rides. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go home. And then we came back like the next year, and we went on not a roller coaster, but some other ride. And that ride wrecked me to the point where we had to go home too. <laughs> like it was like, what is this? Like I can go on roller coasters, you can't. You can't go on roller coasters, I can. Like it was, it's, it's, it was not a good time at Wonderland. Man, I, I would say third time's the charm, Mike. You got to try one more time. You, you're talking like you're like eighty years old here. You know, you're only thirty-seven. I felt like I was eighty years old after <laughs> I got off that ride. Let me tell you. Oh, well, so what's going on uh, other than roller coasters, Mike, for you guys? Well, well, not roller coasters are not going on for us, but there's been a lot going on with William. This is William's last week in daycare. Okay. He is actually done his his current daycare tomorrow. His last day is tomorrow. Okay. And we're actually starting to feel like really sad about the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Laura was picking him up tonight and one of his teachers was like, I can't believe tomorrow's his last day. I am going to miss him so much. And Laura was just like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> we, we've gotten the impression that William is, is very well, like he's very in very high regard with the staff. Like they really like him. He's a good kid. And, right. And he's sweet. And, you know, so it's 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 bittersweet that we're leaving. Like it's I, on one hand, it's sweet that, you know, where he's going to be closer to home and, and we won't have to run out and it because like right now like laura was saying it's an hour out of her day to go get him and drop him off in the morning so like right. it's it's like 25 minutes in the morning to drop him off 25 minutes to pick him up and that's if it's not busy and you don't have to wait you know so it's an it's it takes a while and then 
now like the new place is like we could walk there in 25 minutes you know like it, mm-hmm. it, so so it's like okay well we, we're gonna be at this new place it'll be great it'll be great i'm gonna be sad when that he has to leave though and as it's been getting closer and closer it's just like oh because because william his speech has been getting so much better as of late like the number of f- complete sentences that William talk like o- William almost completely talks in complete sentences now, which nice. is something that's really which good. is something that he didn't used to do, and almost half the stuff that he says is like, "This is what I did at daycare today. Here's what I did with my teacher who I like. I really like this teacher," and we're like, <laughs> "You know, like <laughs> it's getting closer and closer to us not being there anymore." Right, and he can't stop talking about how much he loves it there, and it's like. Ugh. So I, I hope that it's like you said when you said, hey, my kid, when I took him to a new daycare, he didn't even remember, you know, so that's that's what I'm hoping it'll be. But still, it's like he doesn't know. Like we haven't been like, so, you know, tomorrow's the last day you're ever going to see these people, you know, like because <laughs> why would you do that to him? Right. Like, no, exactly. No. Yeah. yeah. You just hype up. He's going to meet some new friends or something like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's funny because one of the things that has actually come of him being at daycare, we didn't know this at the time, was we were we were eating breakfast the other day and I can't remember what it was. Is we were he we, we were in a hurry because we had to get him to daycare because it takes 25 minutes to get to daycare and Laura starts work at eight and it's like 715. And we're like, buddy, you gotta eat your you gotta eat your breakfast, you know, like we gotta get ready to go. And he stops and he walks over and stands in the corner and goes, I need a moment. And we're like, what? <laughs> you need a moment? And he's like, I need a moment. And we're like, okay, take your moment. And we sort of just waited. And, and he's like, okay. And then he came back and, and we continued on. And Laura mentioned that to the daycare that he said that. And she's like, oh, we teach that here. It's it's something that they do that's like, if their emotions are are getting too much for them, then they say, I need a moment. And that gives them a mo- like a, the space to calm down kind of a thing. Yeah, it's the new age, uh, new age putting them in timeout is what that is. Yeah, so so yeah. him saying that he needs a moment is like I need I need to calm down, and so then I need a moment has been making its its appearances left and right. You know, we'll we'll be like, okay, it's time to do this. I need a moment. Okay, I guess we just wait <laughs> until you're ready. But but the the real big thing is William has been doing a lot lately, like just like just showing that he's taking interest in things. And one of the things is we got this book from the library called Katie Takes a Plane. And it's about this little girl named Katie who gets on a plane with her dad and her mom and flies to an indiscriminate beach and has fun on the beach. Like they don't say where they actually go. So it's like, we're on the plane. Now we're on the beach. You know, that kind of thing. William has memorized this book. Okay. We will be making breakfast or something and we'll just hear him talking and we turn around and it's him looking at the book reading it word for word but he's not reading it he's memorized it mm-hmm. so he just sits and he's just like i i don't even have it memorized and i'm the one reading it to him but like <laughs> but he's just sitting there and he's like i pack my suitcase i put in my hat i put in my 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 toothbrush and i pack rabbit of course like he knows the entire and i can just sit there and watch and he reads it word for word and it, it's just like how like, <laughs> like <laughs> The, yeah. These these books have barely any words in them, and I I don't have them memorized. And he's got this down. He's got Katie, which the worst is it's a library book, so sooner or later it's going away. You know, like, right, right. 
Yeah, well, I guess they have a lot less to uh, to memorize in their lives or to worry about in their lives I guess. than you and I do, right? I guess. But yeah. yeah, he's all about that. And the other thing that he's all about is remember a couple of weeks ago when we were going to take him to the toy store and then he was like a big jerk and we we're like, right. well, no toy store for you. Well, he was finally good enough to go to the toy store and he was real excited to go. And we're like, yeah, we can go look at all the toys and you can pick out one that you want and like. You know, it'll be great. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get to the toy store and we're walking in the door and we're like, William, is there something that you want as a toy? Like, is there something you're looking for? And he goes, um, garbage truck. I'm like, okay, that's, that's par for the course with William. Kid loves his garbage. He loves his garbage trucks. So we, we wander around and, and we're looking at it and we're like, William, what do you think of this? And he's like, yeah, but garbage truck. And we're like, okay, okay. And then we, we found a garbage truck and he's like, all right. I'm done. I'm happy. And we're like, there's, there are toys everywhere. And you don't, he's not trying to pick them all up. He's not trying. He just looked for his garbage truck. He found his garbage truck and he's like, I'm done. We were very surprised. He didn't ask for more than one toy. He he came in, he wanted his garbage truck. We got him his garbage truck. We took his garbage home to play with his garbage truck. Like he was very happy that he was getting a garbage <laughs> truck. And that's where the problem comes in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's hear. So he was so happy that he had his garbage truck. It was all he wanted to do. Then it came nap time and he got so upset when we were like, okay, buddy, you, we, it's time for nap. Like we, we we're done playing with garbage truck. And he's like, no, no garbage truck, garbage truck. Just started bawling, bawling his eyes out that, that he wanted to keep playing with his garbage truck. And then we made the mistake of telling him that he could go to bed with his garbage truck. Mm, yep. Which I remember there were occasions of what Ben, Ben, didn't he go to bed with like a tractor or something at one point? Or? He's gone to bed with his toys before, but the toys aren't that big of a deal because they don't make noise. Like it's just like an inanimate tractor, mm-hmm. but he has this one ball that glows and he wants to bring that. And that's the pain in the ass because then he just sits there playing with the light the whole time. Right. Yeah, so garbage truck came to bed and and no naps were had <laughs> because he was just playing with the garbage truck the entire time. And, and and the garbage truck does make noise. So, you know, we're just sitting there with a baby monitor sitting there and it's just like beep, 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 which is, you know, one of the, the noises that it makes. And you can just see the lights flashing on and we're like, okay, okay, we can't, we obviously cannot make this mistake again. Mm-hmm. And and he cannot go to bed with the garbage truck. And sure enough, that night he we, he's like, okay, time for bed. And he's like, I'm going to the garbage truck, garbage truck in bed. I had garbage truck in bed earlier. I, I should be able to get garbage truck in bed now. And we're like, no, no garbage truck. Like, you did not sleep when we put it in bed with you. You not get to go to sleep. And he freaked out, like absolutely freaked out. And like Laura was like, go do what you got to do. I'm just going to stay here with him because he, she just stayed there and like rubbed his back until he fell asleep because he was so <laughs> upset that he couldn't sleep with the freaking garbage truck. And, and then today, today is garbage day, as you well know that, and we've, I've also mentioned that we've been taking William to help with, with doing the garbage and Laura was working and, and I'm telling her, I'm like, okay, William and I are going to do the garbage again tonight. And she goes, well, don't do the green bin. Because there's something of mine that I have to throw in the green pin, and it's really gross, and I don't want you to have to worry about taking care of it. I'm like, fine with me. That's less work for me to do. William 
is so dialed in to the process of taking out the garbage that he knew that we didn't take the green bin out. And he was like, no, 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 no. We're not done the garbage. We have to do the green bin. And I'm like, no, mommy's going to do it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And he's like, no, no, we, the green bin. We have to do the green bin, mommy. And he just started like freaking out and crying. And I texted Laura because Laura's still working. She's on the phones. So I texted her and I'm like, this kid won't shut up about the goddamn green bin. <laughs> and she's like, and just, she's like, just do it. Just do it. So we did the damn green bin and we did all the gross thing and we get back and he's like, okay, more garbage. And I'm like, no, buddy, we did it. We took out every scrap of garbage in this house. Like you, you can name off all the stuff that we took out. You know, there's nothing left. And he's like, make more garbage. And I'm like, no, we're not going to just make garbage so that you can take out more garbage. And he started like crying and he's like, mommy, mommy, take me to the the green bin. And and, like, she's on the phone with like customers and stuff and like waves (laughs) in the background screaming about green bins. Like it's just ludicrous. And then I put him to bed and he starts like pat me on the back. And I'm like, oh my God. So he, he wants me to rub him on the back at the same way that mom was rubbing him on the back oh, because, no. because he wouldn't go to bed without his garbage truck. And, and he turns around and he starts like messing up my hair, like just like rabbit, grabbing it and, and giggling. And I'm like, okay, no, you're not upset. Like, stop this. I'm going. And, and he's like freaking out again. And he's like, where's my garbage truck? And I'm like, oh my God, like this is, this is insane. He's, <laughs> it's just the garbage truck is has both like saved everything and ruined everything because it's just broken him. Like he just can't garbage has broken my son. That's tough, Mike. That's tough. I can, I can make a suggestion for the garbage truck though. What's that is, is the garbage truck needs its own bedtime routine. So the garbage truck doesn't sleep in bed, but it can sleep in a garage and the garage could be literally anything in his room. Because a lot of the times we have that with you know Ben's construction equipment. It's like, okay, got to put that in the garage because it's time for bed. They got to go in the garage for that. And that seems to really help the situation with Ben anyway. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, that's acceptable. That makes sense. It goes in the garage. It doesn't go in the bed, right? Right, right. Yeah, so that, that may be worth a shot, right? Yeah, maybe we'll have to take that. But, oh, God, just freaking garbage trucks and, and garbage. Let's just... It's insane how much of it, how much of his thought process is, is like wrapped around, you know, you know what happened? Cause it's garbage day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Laura told me last week happened after she dropped him off at daycare? No. The director of the daycare brought the garbage out and gave it to William so that he could walk it to the curb because he's so obsessed with the garbage. <laughs> like it's so funny I, I can't think of a single thing that ben has been like that singularly focused on for that duration of time like there's been things for that's all he wants for the day or the week but for like you know week after week for how many months has it been now that's like, crazy i will wake him up first thing in the morning and i'll be like hey buddy and he'll be like it's garbage day and i'm like it's it's, it's <laughs> It's not, buddy. It's not garbage day. Garbage day was Monday. It's now Thursday. Oh, it's garbage day. No, it's not garbage day. Like obsessed. Yeah. Well, you're about you're about to enter a new fun phase in parenting now that he can talk pretty well. Where yeah, he just doesn't get it, but he knows enough to uh, ask about it a million times. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god. I mean, I told you that he's been watching Trash Truck, right? Yeah. Well, tonight when when he got home. 
I had a bit of a headache. So Laura's like, just let them watch Trash Truck and like. And and then you can make we made a card. William and I made a card for the a thank you card for the daycare to give to them tomorrow. Right. And I'm in the middle of like writing up this message for for everybody. And William's behind me on the couch watching Trash Truck. And every like every two minutes, it's like no, not even every two minutes. Like every minute, it was like, Daddy, yeah, I'm watching Trash Truck. Yep, yes you are. <laughs> yes Great you job. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy, uh huh. Still watching Trash Truck. Yep, yep. You're still watching Trash Truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's 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 he's he is talking a mile a minute, and you, you know sometimes I, I I've I've said uh, I could listen to him talk all day because he just talks nonsense and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just like stop, stop talking about the garbage. Stop. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. What do you prefer more, Silent Child or? Very chatty child. It de- again, very chatty child can be hilarious. Yeah, but very chatty child can also be just like stop talking <laughs> just about the garbage. A little too much. Yeah, stop talking about the garbage. <laughs> That's all part of that parenting thing, right? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, anyway, anyway, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Let's move on and talk about some stories because we have no shortage of stories that have updates. And let's, I mean, let's talk about the big one because last week, last week we did the the on the fly corrections cul de sac as we've called them where news has broken before the episode's gone live. So I cut in, you know, like and sometimes, sometimes that kind of news happens and it's like, ah, this isn't important enough to cut in. And this was like, Oh no, we definitely need to cut in on this. <laughs> yes, that's right. So we, after our 10 minute discussion about only fans banning sexual, ex- sexually explicit content from the platform, they completely reversed their decision and are no longer going to, not allow sexually explicit content, which is like, okay, well, now that entire discussion we have is completely irrelevant for now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Because they didn't say they were stopping it forever. It was just being uh, suspended. But uh, they haven't given any, any sort of indication like, well, we'll review it in six months or six years or you know whatever, right? But I, I do wonder, it has the damage been done already? I know I was reading a lot of angry tweets and stuff saying, you know, I've already lost 500 subscribers because people canceled their accounts because, well, if they can't get their porn, then what's the point of even having an OnlyFans account? And, you know, they've since migrated to, you know, various other platforms. I I wonder if, you know, has OnlyFans kind of lost its luster now or will everything go back to the way it was in a month? You know, what's your thought on that? I have no idea. Maybe everyone's going to what fan zone or whatever it was I said. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Porn or us, you know, whatever the uh, the option is. Yeah, uh, but I, it's funny actually. The one that I was thinking of, I saw I, it did come up again. I saw it on Twitter, and they're not they're anti porn, <laughs> which is like oh, oh okay yeah they they just weren't doing porn in the first place, which was they'll do they'll do like bikini pics, but they won't do porn. Right. But but yeah, it was really funny that I saw that after we were talking about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is the one I was talking about. <laughs> but I, I did see I saw a tweet from like the sex worker union or something like that. And they're like, we're not fooled. Like OnlyFans may have re- re- uh reversed its decision now, but this won't be the end of this discussion. Like we'll we fully expect to to hear about this again and in the meantime, like get ready, come up with alternate plans. And mm-hmm. and be ready to enact them whenever you can, because this is this will happen again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. 
also another big thing that happened, which it wasn't until we actually finished recording the episode. And it was like the next day that I was like, do you remember when we made a really big deal about the fact that it was a rumor that CM Punk was going to be in AEW? And then CM Punk was in AEW and we didn't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, wrestling is not the top of our our charts anymore. Although now it might be. All of my favorite guys are in the same uh, company now. Yeah. So, I I mean, uh, yes, it happened. It happened. CM Punk showed up on AEW on the first or the first night of the Rampage weekend or whatever it was they did. Because it was the it was not well, the last... rampage is their Friday show, I believe. But they did like a three day thing. They did like a Saturday and a Sunday thing as well. Yeah, it was like a pay per view weekend sort of deal. I mean, I don't I don't watch AEW. I might start watching now, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was kind of a big weekend. But yeah, he showed up on their Friday show, which is just an hour long, and he took up twenty minutes <laughs> of that show. And he probably could have just talked for the full hour, and all of us would have been like best episode of wrestling i've ever seen you yeah, know yeah like he he certainly hasn't lost his beat did you watch the the clip i'm assuming you did i did i watched his speech i watched the entrance where he cries which is like oh yeah like, but, like happy tears happy no tears. exactly yeah, he was overwhelmed and overjoyed and stuff but mm-hmm. that pop oh my god oh, it was it ridiculous so loud because i i don't know if about you but when when AEW first started i found like their theme song audio was not great like it was a little quiet and, you know, the, the crown would have kind of drown it out. Yeah. And then I, I watched this episode because I recorded it and it's like, oh, have I still not fixed that problem? And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. The crowd is just so, so loud, loud that you couldn't hear the entrance music. Yeah. Like it was amazing. Even I got like chills and I, you know, I only watched CM Punk for maybe a year or two before he left. Like, so he's not like one of my top guys in terms of like personal experience and stuff. Oh, the funny thing about CM Punk was I, I'm, this, I'm the same. Like I knew who he was because he was around when I stopped watching. Mm-hmm. He, But he wasn't big. Like he wasn't as big as he was. He was it was still in the third or the third. It was still in the WWE version of ECW and he was part of that. Right. And I remember him being in that and being like, I like this guy. And then I stopped watching wrestling. And then, you know there was the pipe bomb. And even though I wasn't even watching wrestling at the time, I'm like, wait, that guy, I remember that guy. He said, what? And (laughs) I became very interested in what he was doing. And, you know, it sort of fell off. I didn't get back into wrestling at that point, but a few years later I did. And when I, it was about the time that you got into it, Mm -hmm. that you, that I got back into it. And I was a really big fan of what he was doing at the time. And I, and I did a whole bunch of like back research because I really like listening I really looking into the history of that kind of stuff, like the what you know what wrestlers have done and and things like sure, that. Sure, yeah. So I I became a big fan of his based on all of that, and I was like, all right, I'm all in on this guy. And then he left, <laughs> like <laughs> like immediately after I was like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So it was it was kind of like you know a, it was a big deal when he came back, and like I, I followed what he did after he left. I watched him lose his UFC fights in ten seconds, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. I wanted him to do well, you know, and and then when he he came back to WWE TV for that that Fox show that they did for a while, where technically he didn't work for WWE, he worked for Fox, right? Yes, that's that was, right. That was the loophole of so he was technically wasn't back in WWE. He was on Fox. He was part mm-hmm. of the Fox sports team, but like that stuff was like this is crazy. I can't believe that he's back, and but this time he is back, and he's for real back, and you're gonna actually see him 
him wrestle and and it's going to be interesting like there's already like huge threads of like is he going to wear trunks or shorts again like you know because because <laughs> he wore shorts for a long time like that yeah. was his big deal when he when he was in ring of honor he wore shorts and i believe he did at the beginning of his time in wwe but they made him change into trunks and and I, there was a point where he wanted to go back to the shorts and they're they wouldn't let him and then brock lesnar started wearing shorts and, and he was like what the hell you know like yeah so that was one of his his gripes if i remember from the podcast that he did after he left but yeah so like it's i've been paying attention since then he's done he was on dynamite which was their next show which was on wednesday and he came out and he made a speech there and basically flat out said that daniel bryan is coming <laughs> <laughs> yep that was that was fantastic i really enjoyed that I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And I mean, obviously, he says he's back. And so far, all he's done is is talking. But I mean, mm-hmm. they're saving his big match. Like, they're saving his match for the pay-per-view. Like, he's not going to wrestle before that. No, like, that's right. Yeah, his first his first thing is going to be uh, a month from now. Well, I guess it's a little less than a month. It's now. like maybe September 5th. It's like, it's like next week. Isn't is it? it next week? I'm pretty sure oh. it's like September 5th. Yeah, okay. So maybe next week or two weeks. It's one of the two. Sometime in September, he's he'll be having his first match against Darby That's like Allen. This week. It's this week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to us for any information because we're really bad at it, apparently. Well, September September seems like it was a lot farther away. But I mean, at the you're probably thinking of like, yeah, it's like three weeks away. And at the time we're, Yes, we're, that's that's yeah. true, yeah, when it came out. Yeah. We're we're late on this one, but but uh, anyway, yeah, no man, I don't feel like he lost a step at all. Uh I loved his you know sort of somewhat concealed shots at the wwe like the fact that he left pro wrestling at uh in 2005 when he left ring of honor yeah. not in 2015 or 14 when he left wwe and i really enjoyed the free ice creams for everybody yeah the, that was so the free funny. ice cream he's done some interesting because like he seems like a good guy mm-hmm. like in in just as a person and one of his things for in WWE, for people who don't know him, was he wanted to bring back the ice cream bars that they were doing in the 80s. And he wanted them to like have have him on them. And and they didn't bring them back. I, I think they actually brought them back when he was gone, which was like a big F you to him. But they did ice cream bars on the night that he came back. Everybody who left got a free ice cream bar. And he paid for that entirely himself. Like the AEW didn't pay for that. And, and apparently he knew it was going to happen. Like he got the, he contracted the company like two years ago when he decided he was going to come back. And basically COVID happened. And the whole reason that they've waited this long was because they wanted him to come back in front of a crowd so that they could have that moment that they had. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that they waited. Could you could imagine, could you imagine if he came back to an empty arena? Oh, it would have been, it would have been the biggest wet fart moment, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, absolutely. A well worth the wait. But yeah, it does it does raise the info because like you like you said, you know, he, they more or less said that Daniel Bryan or uh, he'll probably be called Bryan Danielson, which is uh, his real name. Yeah, which is his real name. Uh, he'll be in AEW for sure. And I'm pretty sure they've signed Bray Wyatt. And I'm pretty sure that Adam Cole is very likely to come over as well. He's definitely in free agency status right now. Yeah. yeah. So it's whoever offers him the most money. He'll come over like holy shit these are a lot of real powerhouse wwe guys coming over it's gonna be exciting to watch like i i'm probably gonna get back into it and just watch aew stuff rather than wwe yeah i haven't watched any aew stuff but it's like really getting to the point where i'm like 
oh, maybe I should start watching this. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's it's good. It's good. I've watched a couple episodes. It's good wrestling. You know, once you get into the storylines, I'm sure it'll be even better. And yeah, because that's that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know anybody. Like, it, like obviously, <laughs> there's a few people I do know, right? Yeah. But I don't know the storylines. Like, like Miro is Rusev from mm-hmm. WWE, but I don't know what he's doing. I have no idea what his storyline is. I know he's a champion because I've yeah. been kind of I pay attention enough to know who's who's there and what they're doing. But like, there's a lot of the perfect example is Christian. Christian Cage is back. Mm-hmm. And we we talked about that before, and he's like one of the champions. And they did an end of show thing on the at the end of Dynamite, where they brought CM Punk back out, and he did a speech with with Christian and some other guy. And the other guy was like, "I'm one of the first people, like I'm one of the original AEW guys. Like I was here from day one when they first started AEW up." And I'm like, "Who are you? Who are you?" <laughs> like i don't know who this is yeah. you know and and there's a lot of guys who are there like that who are huge names in aew that i just don't know who they are because i haven't really like i've been paying attention to the guys that i know who have come back that's what yes. i'm paying attention yeah. to well you'll you'll learn it soon did we talk about, i know this is in on our our fancy new master list of information did we talk about nxt's internal destruction have we talked about that? No, on the show? but I feel like this is a good time to chat about it. Yeah, well, that's what I was just thinking. So NXT, I think, uh, as, in my opinion, was the best part of WWE for a long time. The WWE takeover, or sorry, NXT takeover pay-per-views were always amazing. I would say some of the best matches every year by the WWE. And one thing that they kind of did different is they had a lot of indie guys in it, and it was a lot of smaller guys, and, you know, quote-unquote flippy shit would happen rather than just two big brawlers, you know, throwing haymakers at each other all the time. Well, they made NXT into an official third brand rather than a development thing. And they put it head to head with AEW and it lost, even though it wasn't a real war. And then, so I guess what has happened is Vince McMahon has looked at it and said, okay, no more indie people, no more small guys, no more nothing. All we're going to do is get these big, huge bruisers and kind of go back to like how, how wrestling was in the 80s and the 90s. And they're basically gutting everything about NXT that made it kind of cool and unique and edgy, right? Yeah. And they're also doing a full brand refresh mm-hmm. where like the logo looks like the opening of a living color. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like paint splattered everywhere. I, I just I just don't get it. I, I don't understand why they would react this way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm like they were getting more interaction and like like more insane fans for that brand and like you, you said those takeovers you watch the takeovers those crowds were insane yeah and and then you like you look at what they've done with these people you know a big name from NXT shows up on smackdown and the crowd goes wild and then they do nothing with that person no exactly or they bury them immediately i think of the ascension right or they totally change what made the character work in nxt and now it's like kind of this whole new character there's like who the hell is this right yeah like there's a few people who've done well for themselves but Mm -hmm. like there's some real like this guy was like the biggest guy in nxt and now you've got him here and a perfect example is a guy that I really like is Finn Balor. Yes. Finn yeah, Balor. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Finn Balor was amazing in NXT. And then they brought him up to Raw. 
and he wrestled. He won the universal title. Immediately had to vacate it because he hurt himself. Mm-hmm. And then he was never at that level again. And like they they actually sent him back down to NXT where he was ruling it there again. Like he was on top in NXT for a while. And now I didn't even know this because I saw the whole thing about the NXT brand refresh with the new logo. And I'm like, what is Finn Balor even there anymore? And no, they put him back on SmackDown. (laughs) Like I didn't even know that. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't understand. I, I, I was reading some things that apparently there's rumors that there's a lot of strife between Triple H and like the Kevin Dunn's and uh, what's this Leonidas or uh, oh uh, John Laurinaitis Laurinaitis sorry Laurinaitis Johnny Ace you know where it's kind of like the the new guard versus the old guard and they're all trying to you know lower Triple H's stock because they think when Vince dies because let's not let's face it he's not retiring that they'll get to take over WWE whereas you know Triple H has said, more or less flat out said that. When I take over, you're getting all fired and we're going to start and we're going to make everything NXT-ish, right? And and I, I think Triple H is, is correct. I think exactly what he had been doing with NXT has been fantastic. But as soon as Vince got his mitts on the whole thing, just went real downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ridiculous. Speaking of things that have gone downhill. This podcast? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to say the Activision Blizzard lawsuit stuff, the more continues to fall out from uh, from that whole fun time. Yes, they have been sued. What is it? Not Not sued again, but they've expanded the lawsuit now because what the state of California is stating is that Blizzard Activision is, or sorry, Activision Blizzard is doing whatever they can to not provide the evidence and information needed uh, to sort of properly deal with this case. So examples are that they're um, burning and shredding documentation that's important to the case. Some of it is that they're forcing their employees to talk to their union-busting law firm so that that those... um, Oh, crap. I wish I watched more crime shows, Mike. The... uh, defendant well like no like not, inter- not, inter- not interrogations but like the discussions are then protected by you know client privilege oh right right, right client right. lawyer privilege or whatever it is and so yeah and then of course you know activision blizzard has come out and said oh no 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 we're not doing anything of that sort but i mean <laughs> do i believe them no not no. even slightly absolutely they're doing all these things because i'm sure most companies would try to do all these things and activision blizzard is slimy as hell lately as it turns out so yeah so there's there's that element of it mike and then they've also kind of taken it one step further so in overwatch there's a character called mccree yes um, who is named after one of the you know, Cosby Suite participants. So they've actually come out and said that they will be renaming the in-game character, which sounds like it's a super easy thing. You know, Mike, you're now known as John, and poof, that's it, no problem. But in Overwatch, there is a lot of lore and a lot of story in this game. So to just say, oh no, McCree is now known as Bob, (laughs) that just doesn't work, right? So they have to sort of slowly make it work without like destroying the game, so... At least I, I respect that they're taking that step. Well, the thing that I was reading about it was that their their next lore event thing that they were doing, he was a major part of. Mm-hmm. So they've had to like not scrap it, but delay it 
so that they could fix whatever this is. Like they've basically they're incorporating the name change into whatever the storyline is now. Yes. And so that it's all been delayed because of this so that they can they can change this. So don't expect any major Overwatch updates for a while because they have to fix this, (laughs) which is which is it's it's I'm not shocked that they're changing his name, considering one, it's not even like it was like, say the guy's name was like, you know, Mad Dog McCree, and they named him Mad Dog because the guy in this Cosby suite was his nickname was Mad Dog. And they're like, yeah, well, we'll name him Mad Dog because you're Mad Dog and we like you. No, the it's literally the dude's full name is yes, his that's character's right. name. So it's like, okay, yeah, you're, you're going to have to address that. And they also made a statement that was like, we're no longer going to make references to real people in our games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it seems like such an innocent thing, right? Like, oh, I, I'd be honored to have a guy named after me. It'd be fantastic. Like at our company, we name boats after employees all the time, but... Yeah, I guess you don't expect this kind of thing to happen. So. Well, yeah, I mean, because like, this is a this isn't the first character that's had to be renamed. There's actually a quest giver in World of Warcraft that had to be renamed because it was another one of these people, and that was easy. They just swapped out the character model and put in a new character and gave them a different name. Yeah. Well, in this case, it's like no, this is a main character. Like, yeah. So this is like one of the core four or five characters. Yeah, yeah. You cannot just swap them out with somebody else. Like, <laughs> yeah. So big, big changes on the uh, on the horizon for Overwatch. I read a thing that I this is like a leaker thing that like I don't know if that's true or not. That apparently like there's so little interest for Overwatch now. Like the interest is waning that they've decided to quietly cancel overwatch 2 oh really that's what i was reading I, I doubt that this is true because i've seen other stuff like like this thing like if they were if they were gonna quietly cancel it they wouldn't be like well let's make all the trouble of adding a new thing of lore that's going to uh change the name and but but yeah like i was reading this and i was like that just doesn't seem right like that they would just quietly cancel overwatch 2 and I mean, the same article that I read basically said that uh, that they're rebooting World of Warcraft. Like they're going, there's going to be a brand new MMO, World of Warcraft, and they're basically just going to shut off the old one and make this new one. And it's going to have nothing to do with the the old one. Like the lore isn't going to carry over. Oh, okay. And the other thing that I read was that they are done with StarCraft. Like it's it's just they're not going to make anything new StarCraft if they can't help it. So I mean. I don't know if any of that's true, but it was a thing that I read on the internet. So, yeah, yeah, I can always believe it. The StarCraft thing, I could believe. I think uh, StarCraft Two did not live up to what they were hoping it would live up to. But uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I really, I'm at the point now where I really hope that Activision Blizzard takes a real bath on this one. I, you know, somebody needs to be made an example of, and you know, what better place than this? You know, you know, the one thing I can't understand, Mike is how Bobby Kotick has just skirted by all this issue. Right. You know, right, like, right. it doesn't, doesn't the captain go down with the ship? But instead, like, the president has, you know, resigned or retired or whatever. But he's still like, oh, yeah, even though I was running the whole show, I'm going to stay because obviously my hands are clean of all this stuff, right? Well, you know, I mean, if there's, if we're going by examples, yeah, Yves Guillemot from Ubisoft, uh, he he's doing just fine. And... A lot of the people who were accused of things at Ubisoft 
were like his inner circle friends. So yeah. it was like, there's no way you didn't know what was going on and you should be doing something about this, whether mm-hmm. it's stepping down or whatever, but he's nothing's been said of him and he's not going anywhere. But I, I will say one thing of that you mentioned about like, is Activision going to take a bath on this is that the most recent call of duty was revealed over the last week as well. Call of duty Vanguard. Yeah. And the trailer when they introduced it did not say Activision presents. Oh, it didn't. Okay. I I didn't, I didn't see it. The Activision logo was nowhere to be found in that trailer. And call of duty is one of their biggest franchises. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. They're hiding. They're trying to hide the connection. Yeah. Apparently do they just think that like the people who were going to care be like, Oh, call of duty is still coming out. Oh, there's no Activision logo. It must not be connected to any. <laughs> other, like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, before we move off this topic, I, I'm I'm curious, and, and you don't obviously have an answer for this. I'm I'm generally interested. You know, would a 15 year old kid who buys most of these games care at all that this kind of stuff's going on behind the scenes? No. You know, would it Would it influence their decision to buy Call of Duty 46 or whatever number they're on now? Or would they just kind of keep on going and enjoy the most like racist, sexist you know, game on the internet right now? I, I assume I assume that it's just going to be like, because that's the thing. Like every time there's been one of these things, like for example, cyberpunk has mm-hmm. let's update another story that we haven't talked about in a long time. <laughs> we, when cyberpunk, cause we talked about cyberpunk all the time back in like December and January that when it was doing really, really badly and, and just broken, they finally put that back up on the PlayStation store. And when it went back up, it was the number one seller after like one day of being on the store. And it was like, it was, it was the number one seller for the month. And it was like only on the store for like two days for in the month of June when it came back. And the thing that was crazy about the whole thing was that people were buying it on the PS4 and like Sony literally had like a, a note on the page that was like, you probably shouldn't play this on the PS4. Yeah. You could buy it, but there's literally a warning on the page. This is, I wouldn't play this on the system. <laughs> yeah, you're your experience will be suboptimal. Yeah. Yeah. But people were still buying it left and right. But, but they found though, that after I think the end, end of June and July, that it actually had fallen off. Like it didn't stick around. It's like the, the floodgates opened and it was like everybody who wanted it, bought it and it's done. Like it's so whether or not it was all the mainstream talk about it that that made people want to stay away and the, the people who bought it were just the people who missed at it, missed out on it at the time. I, I don't know. But I, I mean, really, if those people were really paying attention, then they should have just bought it like a physical version. Yeah, because they couldn't get rid of those things. The, I, I saw I literally, literally saw it for ten dollars on a website. Wow. Impressive. And I was like. Ooh, for ten dollars i'm like no no i know this is broken <laughs> i don't want I, I i didn't have interest in playing it beforehand but ten dollars <laughs> you know like yeah that's right that's a, is it a good deal if you buy something you weren't going to buy in the first place yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah so it, i mean when people bought it again when it came back to the store it was full price again so i, I feel like gamers in particular are like that dumb kid who burns himself on the stove and then it's like, well, no, this time I'm not going to burn myself. And oh, no, I did. Oh, 
yep. but not this time. And then <laughs> it's like, you know, pre-orders. Like how many times do we have to scream? And not just we, the entire gaming journalism sector says, do not pre-order games. And they keep pre-ordering them and then they keep being surprised when cyberpunk comes out and it's complete crap for the first, you know, six months of its life. And yeah. Yeah. The only, the only thing that you should pre-order is if it's like a obscure thing that isn't gonna, that they're not going to make a lot of copies of. Yeah. Like I pre-ordered, I pre-ordered a bunch of video games back in the day and like, cause I, I remember specifically, I went to a store on the day it released and I was like, Hey, can I get a copy of this? And they're like, of what? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> this game, it came out today. And the guy, he looked it up in the system and he's like, we received zero copies of that game. If, if there's a game like that in the future you want to get pre-order it. So if it's yeah. like some obscure, like Japanese game, that's, that's the game you want to pre-order, <laughs> which worked out for me. I, I, I got a, I got a copy. I bought Danganronpa V3 for the Vita and apparently Danganronpa V3 for the Vita is so rare that it's like $400 and I'm oh, like, really? I didn't know this. So yeah, I lucked, I, I fell ass backwards into, to a valuable game <laughs> <laughs> because I, I was like, I like this series. I'm going to pre-order it because I know there won't be a lot of copies in, in the wild. And there we have it. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Speaking of things that aren't on our docket is you remember uh, when we were talking about games that were worth a lot of money? We were talking about the $2 million Super Mario. Yeah. The other, yeah. Well, there's actually been like an expose on YouTube by some YouTuber about how like the company that grades these games and the auction house company have basically been trading this game back and forth between like executives to raise the price of it. And like that's why games are worth so much money is because like the grading company and the company that auctions the games have been basically creating demand. A little insider trading, eh? Yeah, like like the guy who owned the copy of Super Mario sold it to a guy who worked it for, he was the guy, who, he was one of the people who worked at the one company and he sold it to somebody who worked at the other company and then he sold it to somebody else at the other company and then he, like it just, it like, oh, it's it's I, I didn't watch the whole video because it was over an hour long, but like just just thing to the beginning of it is like, oh, OK. And then, of course, the company has come out and been like, no, no, that's not true. It's not of course true. not. Talk to no. our lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Same one that Activision has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, 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 we're. Oh, oh, OK. My I was going to transition, but you could transition. You're oh, the no, expert. I'm curious to where you were going to go with it. Well, I was going to say, speaking of bad games and bad ideas, Netflix gaming, Mike, went live <laughs> in Poland. Well, that was what I was going to, yeah. uh, to, I, to transition I, to. Yeah. I just not with that tone. No. <laughs> speaking of bad games, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We talked about how Netflix was going to start transitioning into games. And, and we talked about how PlayStation might be involved because of all the, the stuff that was that was in the documents, you know, like they found like a Ghost of Tsushima logo and and like a dual sense controller photo and all sorts of stuff. And, and we talked about like, well, what is it going to be incorporated on the PlayStation? You know, like we're we going to be able to start playing PlayStation games on our on our TVs that are playing Netflix. Well, well, Netflix has launched its gaming service and wow, is it a beta 
And <laughs> 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 in my opinion, a tremendous letdown. Because oh, it's, man. It, it's mobile gaming. So these yes. only can be played on your Android cell phone. So yes. I can't even play it. No like, iOS yet. No iOS, only on Android. They're mobile games that you download. My understanding is you download it from the app, the Google Play Store, and you need to have a Netflix account in order to sort of activate them. But it's it's free if you already have the Netflix yeah, account. Free, yeah, free if you have Netflix. But if you don't have Netflix, guess what? You got to sign up and get your Netflix. See, I, I I thought the way I read it was that it's like included in the app. Like you just go into the app and open the games and they're there. Oh, I read it the other way, but I don't know. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's maybe. Just yeah. The app, yeah. There, well, there's only two games. Maybe one is one my way and one is yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, to me, as soon as you say mobile gaming, it's like I'm out, you know, or sorry, mobile in the sense of like cell phone gaming and everything. It's just I don't know, Mike, does it interest you at all? I, I've tried to get into mobile gaming. Like, perfect example, I have on my phone, mm-hmm. I can pull it up. I have a folder full of all the mobile games that, that I have. And, like, the fact that I can't remember any of them off the top of my head is a good sign. Yeah. But I have a mobile version of Dead Space on my phone, mm-hmm. Alien Blackout, which is a alien version of Five Nights at Freddy's. I have made it to the start screen. <laughs> and then never played it further than that. Yeah. Uh, I have Deus Ex Go, which is a spinoff of obviously Deus Ex. And there's like a Go series that they've been doing. I played the first two Go games, Lara Croft Go and Hitman Go on my Vita. Vita doesn't take a, the Vita doesn't get games anymore. So Deus Ex Go was never going to come to Vita. Mm-hmm. But I got it because I like the other two Go games. Not turned it on a single time. I have Shining Force, Streets of Rage, and Sonic 1, which are all Sega games that have been ported to mobile. I have a an Alien vs. Predator game that I have beat the first level and not touched any further than that. <laughs> I, I have Knights of the Old Republic, the mobile version. I got to as far as the creator character. I'm, I'm really I'm sensing a, a pattern here, Mike. I'm sensing a pattern. Yeah. I won't make you list off every game that you got on there and haven't even opened up yet. Yep. It's it's not something that I, I do. And it's funny because I have I, I have been gaming on my phone lately, but it's been streaming my consoles to my phone. I've been yeah. playing PS5 on on my phone a lot lately. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, to be fair to Netflix, they have said that they're going to start with mobile games. It doesn't start and end. It just starts with that before they move on to, I guess, console games, maybe, or PC games. Hard to say. Yeah. Apple TV games. I don't know what they'll be (laughs) cooking up next. But who uh, knows? But but to start, you can only do it if you're in Poland. Yeah. Only if you're in Poland. And the only games are both Stranger Things games. Yeah, Stranger Things the game one and Stranger Things three the game. Yes, so is there not a Stranger Things two game? Is that maybe behind? No, the time? no. This is like, this is the thing that's so stupid. Is it's a Stranger Stranger Things game, and then it's a Stranger Things game that is the third season as a game. So it's not <laughs> even like where's Stranger Things to the game yeah it's there isn't one it's literally stranger things the game and stranger things season three the game yikes ridiculous right yikes mike yeah uh, so maybe a letdown 
who knows yeah not not the big knockout punch uh that i was maybe hoping that they would come up with right away <laughs> yeah yeah oh oh well that's a lot of updates that's a lot of updates on stories that we've talked about and we haven't even we haven't even scratched the surface of our our new master list here, Mike. Yeah, we got a new doc that we put together because after 150 episodes, I decided to finally be professional. <laughs> <laughs> and it took us three years to get there, but we yeah. got there. You know. Yeah. No kidding. No yeah. kidding. But I do think we will stop here. We've 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 updated more stories than we even planned on talking about, and I mean. That's a lot. We did a lot of talking. So I think on that note, that will do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our twitter or facebook accounts at pt nerds fd dads we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next week i am mike and i'm chris and we'll talk to you again soon <laughs>